The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, so we're back with some more boxing content because finally we thought that Canelo was going to be fighting Jamal Charlo. And now we're hearing <laughs> that he's fighting Jermel Charlo, his brother. This is something that we kind of expected. And we also got a bunch of betting as well. UFC 290, Brian. Pretty busy week in the world of combat sports. You know, it's funny when we talked about Canelo Alvarez on this show recently fighting Jamal Charlo, you brought up the possibility of him. Like, what if he fought Jamal Charlo? It's kind of a throwaway comment. And I was like, I don't know if Jamal's going to go up two weight classes to do yeah. this. And then we see the reports, which this fight is still not official yet, but as of this recording, like PBC has not done a press release, not announced the fight, not done a press tour, none of that stuff. This is just reported everywhere, right? And Jamal Charlo reportedly says, hey, not going to be ready in time because two-year layoff. And this is one of the things we were wondering about. And Jamal, who fought more recently, is going to step in to fight Canelo Alvarez, moving up two weight classes, which gets me a little nervous. You know, I guess some Amir Khan, Canelo Alvarez, Kel Brook, and Eddie Golovkin flashbacks. But I think Jamal Charlo is better than both those guys. So I'm expecting this to be a fun fight nothing yeah, else i agree with you so let's get right into it all right so it hasn't officially been reported but it has been reported <laughs> right that's the thing it's not official yet but it's been officially reported if that makes any sense yeah. so canelo is going to be defending um his super middleweight titles against Undisputed champion as well, Jermel Charlo. Uh, it's the first time two reigning undisputed champions are going to be fighting each other in the four belt era. Of course, uh, Jermel Charlo is going to be coming up two weight classes for this one. And Brian, it kind of poses the question that, of course, this is going to be a massive fight because it's a Charlo brother, a Canelo who likes to fight in September. This fight is going to be later in the month as it is being reported. But this is a fight that I think people did want to see him fight a Charlo brother because at one point they were saying Canelo was ducking the Charlos. So what do you think this kind of means for Canelo's legacy if he ends up getting this victory? I think that, first of all, if Canelo Alvarez... Uh doesn't win this fight then i'm gonna have a lot of questions because we are we already came away from the john Ryder fight like hmm you know start putting two and two together 18 years as a pro on the other side of 30 i believe it's going to be 33 in july this month if i'm not mistaken and you know canelo alvarez not quite as dominant in recent performances as he had been previously it just is what it is Jermel Charlo is an interesting challenge because a lot of the things with Canelo Alvarez is just he's super middleweight, wants to fight light heavyweight. There was talk of him fighting Badu Jack at cruiserweight, which I thought was ridiculous. And like I, I was like, I hope that th that fight doesn't happen, yeah. but also secretly kind of was like, I think Canelo could win that fight <laughs> if they actually pulled it off. 
Jermel Charlo, I mean, among other things, this is ballsy of him to do this. We talked about Jamal Charlo potentially being in the seat, and that probably made a lot more sense just, you know, realistically, right, as a middleweight moving up to super middleweight. But he hadn't fought in two years. And by the time the fight would roll around in September, it will be well over two years. And to step in off of a layoff against Canelo Alvarez, I don't think that's what you want to do. But if Jamal wants to fight him next year, so be it. Just have a have a fight before that, right? Have some sort of a, a of, of competition before that. But Jamel Charlo most recently fought against Brian Castano. Yes. Castano. And that was in May of 2022. Very, before, very good fight. Very yeah, good fight. Yeah. And they fought twice. He knocked him out the second time. And Jermel does have a loss on his record against Tony Harrison, a fight that I, yes, I was there for that, uh, covering it. He was pissed. A lot of people yeah. thought that Tony Harrison, in the building, a lot of people thought Tony Harrison shouldn't have won that fight, but I disagreed. I gave it to Tony Harrison. But Tony Harrison lost in the rematch, uh, was taunting, and they got knocked out by Jermel Charlo. So I think this is fascinating. Like, I, I can't wait because I'm excited to see any Charlo brother return to the ring because it's been so long. And Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo or Jamal Charlo, you know, this has been sort of a possibility. Like, you and I have talked about wanting to see this for years at this point. Yes. Because there's been talks about it, and there was rumors about uh, Canelo Alvarez potentially fighting uh, Jamal Charlo ahead of the Dimitri Bivol fight. That didn't happen. So, finally seeing a Charlo in the ring. I think Canelo Alvarez is going to be a betting favorite because of the size and the recent activity and things of that nature, but... Hey, I mean, John Ryder pushed Canelo Alvarez a little bit, and Jamel Charlo's a lot better than that, is he not? He's a lot better than that, and we were kind of saying that um, when we thought that Canelo was going to be fighting Jamal, and I was just like, listen, he's way better than John Ryder. John Ryder took him the distance, but at the same time, I mentioned this, Canelo was coming off of uh, doing rehab on his wrist as well. He took some time off, so it was a big layoff for him because we were usually used to seeing Canelo fight three, four times a year at one point. We were getting spoiled with seeing Canelo. So he had a little bit of a layoff, but I think this is a blockbuster fight. I think it's going to do crazy pay-per-view numbers. And I know that Jermel is coming up to weight classes. So that's the only thing it's like coming up to weight classes and then facing Canelo Alvarez. That's no joke. But I do think that this is not going to be a fight where Canelo just, you know, rolls over him. I think this is going to be highly competitive and we know how good Jermel is. And you talked about that Castellano fight. I mean, those two fights, very, very good. But it was really nice to see uh, Jermel kind of quiet the haters because I know in the first fight, a lot of people were like, Castellano really did work on him. So it was one of those fights where there were a lot of questions about Jermel coming into that one. But this is a fight where, you know, for the first time ever in the four belt era, we're seeing two undisputed champions go at it, which is wild. And I'm excited for this fight because I think the one knock on Canelo has always been that People think he's kind of handpicked his resume as well. Like they say that yeah. about him, right? Yeah, that's so I know, <laughs> I know they say that about Money Mayweather as well, but they kind of say Canelo kind of handpicks guys and who he wants to fight and how he ducked Charlo. But if he's able to beat Jermel and then take on Jermall later on and then beat Jermall, I don't think you can ever say anything about him. Even with that loss to Bevel, even if he doesn't ever avenge that loss. 
I don't think there's much you can say about it. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Because he's fought everybody. <laughs> you know, you look at his resume and you look at his losses. It's like you got Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, Canelo fought him when he was really, really young. I think he was like, what, like 23 years old or something like that. Um, when he fought Floyd and now you got a guy like Dimitri Bevel <laughs> and yeah. it's like, listen, he's very, very good. I know Bevel coming into that fight. A lot of people weren't taking him because it was Canelo. And we just thought, like you mentioned, he would just go to cruiserweight after and then take over that division. Like that's what we were saying about Canelo because we were like pound for pound, number one boxer in the world at one point. But I think if he can beat um, Jermel and then beat Jamal, I think you kind of have that conversation of, you know, putting him higher on that list wherever you have him. So a really big, massive fight that we have to look forward to. Any last thoughts, Brian, before we kind of move on from this topic? Yeah, just concern because the guy coming up in, in recent years, you know, it, it can be a struggle. I mentioned Kel Brook and Gennady Golovkin. That's one that, one, it was shocking that Kel Brook was like, all right, cool. Uh, got the welterweight title. Going to move up two weight classes now. <laughs> And challenged the middleweight kingpin, Gennady Golovkin, who he actually looked good against in the first few rounds before Gennady Golovkin busted his eye open. Yeah. and uh, Never the same after that. Yeah, because then he fought Errol Spence, and Errol Spence did a number on him. Uh, I think that was in the UK. And, yeah, lost his welterweight title and was just n never sort of the same Kell Brook after that. And around the same time, because this is when we thought we were going to get Kell Brook versus Amir Khan. Amir Khan decides to move up and is like, all right, cool. Then I'm going to move up and fight Canelo Alvarez. And we've all seen that knockout. <laughs> one of the best ones, one yeah, of the best classic. ones you'll probably ever see. And Amir Khan wasn't the same after that. Probably wasn't also the same after losing to Bradis Prescott uh, the very first time, his very first defeat. But, you know, I don't think Jermel is going to suffer that same fate where he's just sort of dispatched in six rounds or embarrassed in a one-shot oh. KO because I think he's too good for that. But this is a long layoff. It'll be 14 months. Or actually, no, it'll be 16 months from May of last year to September of this year when he'll be fighting, right? A 16-month gap, and you go from Brian Castaño to Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> and I, I just think that's going to be perhaps too big of a jump. We'll see when the odds come out. I think Canelo is going to be a, a decent favorite, though. Yeah, I do as well. And you kind of mentioned it um, when you were talking right there about how he's kind of moving up in weight. And a lot of eyes are going to be on Jermel in this fight to kind of see what he does in this fight. Mm -hmm. But I think the blueprint is Bebel. Like how Bevel was able to move around the ring. Not saying that Jermel and Bevel. Yeah, are I was going to say, you think he could do that? <laughs> no, no. But I do think that in order for Jermel to win, he has to knock him out. Because I don't think he's going to win on the scorecards. Oh, I don't think he's going to knock out Canelo Alvarez. Exactly. Though. So yeah. that's why I don't think he's going to win this fight. Because I think in order for him to win, he has to knock him out. Because I just don't see him beating him on the scorecards. Do you think, though, and we'll end it here after this. Do you think that? Because I mentioned this about Terrence Crawford and potentially Shakur Stevenson being one of these dudes that, you know, because people say, oh, your power goes as you move up and wait. But for some guys like Terrence Crawford, he yeah. he's knocked out all his welterweight opponents. Shakur Stevenson, we saw how he looked at a lightweight. One fight, so TBD. But do you think 
the the lack of a weight cut is going to potentially benefit Jermel Charlo in this fight. I do. And if you just look at size and stature, Canelo's not that big of a dude, right? No, he's not for o- super middleweight. No. Yeah, he's always kind of the smaller guy. Um, so I do think that's going to play into this fight, and that's going to be one of Charlo's assets where he has kind of the upper hand because you know he's going to get big. But I just think skill set-wise, Canelo is going to win this fight. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard because you're moving up two weight classes and then you're fighting one of the best boxers of this era. Like, that's no joke. I mean, props to Jermel. He's not scared. I think he's going to take this challenge and he's going to get a massive payday, probably his biggest payday of his career. I think it's actually going to be a very entertaining fight. I could see it being very close, but yeah. I just don't see him beating Canelo because, like I mentioned, it's got to be it's got to be on the cards, which I don't think is going to happen because I think Canelo's more skilled. The judges love him. Yeah. Right. And um, hey, man, we and, all saw the Miguel Cotto scorecards and we all saw the Gennady Golovkin scorecards, too, in that first fight. Right. Like, let's talk about it. And but I mean, a little scorecard and the Arizona. Yeah. yeah. We can so the, the judges love him. And so I just think for, you know, Mel to win, he's got to knock him out. And I no one's done that before ever. No, and I don't I don't think he's going to be the first guy to do it. But here's the thing. There's a chance because we're kind of seeing Canelo. I guess father time kind of catch up to him because he's not looking like the guy he was before. Because if we see the Canelo that we saw against John Ryder, I'm like, you know, Mel might have a chance here. I mean, not to knock him out, but I'm just saying there's, there's that possibility because Jermel does have power. So here's the thing I want to mention, right? Going back to the Kel Brook Amir Khan examples. Kel Brook had some moments before he got knocked out by Gennady Golovkin. So did Amir Khan. I think Amir Khan might have actually been winning that fight because he was jabbing well, using his feet, his movement. <laughs> and I, 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 don't, I don't think he was winning. It's just we. I I felt like we knew that he wasn't getting knocked out because no, we did. But like chin, I felt, chin of glass, man. That guy does not have a chin. <laughs> I thought it was up maybe three rounds to two or something like that. But regardless, it's it's really to say like I think Jermel Charlo is gonna have some moments. Oh yeah. In this fight, that make people go, oh, like he actually you know, perform better than expected. But then again, I don't necessarily know what people expect yet. So let's, let's be fair to the public. Right. But also do, John I, Ryder had moments in that fight. He did. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like John Ryder had moments. He's bigger than Jermel Charlo. I, I suppose naturally, but also he's just not better. And I think Jermel Charlo, his skill, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting how he's prepared for this too. Like Canelo Alvarez is not quite the same Canelo Alvarez that beat, I don't know, Danny Jacobs. Or, yeah. Gennady, or Gennady Golovkin the second time. But still, it's Canelo Alvarez, man. But at the same time, he's only 33 years old. He's fought a lot. But, like, boxing years, Canelo's, like, 90 years old. Yeah. Right? So 18-year career so far. Like, it's it's absolutely crazy what he's done. So here at the Mandatory, we want to know your thoughts. Who are you rocking with in this fight? Are you rolling with Canelo Alvarez? Are you going with Jermel Charlo, the underdog? Let us know. Yeah. Also, if you like the content, if you're watching it on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. We do appreciate you. If you're listening to this on the audio side, you can find us wherever you get audio. Hit that five-star, leave a rate and review. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for rocking with us. Make sure to leave some comments and follow us on our social media platforms as well. We're at the Mandatory TKO, Twitter, IG, and TikTok. We'll be with you some more with some betting because it's a crazy fight week. Lots to get to. So stay tuned for all that betting.